Hi there, it's Michael White. How's it going? You have me on the Saturdays. So again, we had a very, very, very banging episode yesterday uh, for the Love and Relationship podcast. Um, you know, we had an amazing guest on named Vonte Poems talking about why relationships should be treated um, like a business agreement. You can go and watch the video down below. Um, or on our YouTube channel. I actually want to talk about something really important today. I know that on our channel, you've heard more of the negative side of things, like like not negative side, but more of like cautionary things that you should be aware of. Um, and on today's episode, I actually want to talk about the positives. You know, I'm not saying that our podcasts have all been negative, but that's like now we actually want to give you guys the tools of what are the signs that someone is a keeper in a friendship or a lover, you know, because we focused more on like, you know, if they act this way, get rid of them, or if they do this, get rid of them. But now, you know, I want us to transcend to, you know, what are, let's call them green flags or green lights of why someone's a keeper. So I'm going to get into that. But before I do, I'm going to play a promo video and uh, we'll go from there. So again, before I get started, guys, please like, share, subscribe to the video. Um, you know, we would really appreciate it. It helps us climb up on the algorithm. It helps us grow the channel. It helps the channel be the best version of content out there. Because it's like, as I said, there's other channels out there that do what we do. And we respect those channels 100%, right? But we're also trying to bring a different dynamic of value to the channel, right? So that's what we're necessarily trying to do is add value to the space. Um, so look, guys, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, we're on all social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube. You guys can go like us on all those platforms. So with that being said, I actually want to get into today's information. Now, a lot of times before I get into it, People will think, oh, you guys are just recycling what other channels are saying. Mm, not necessarily because we're also adding our experiences into um, the knowledge that we know of today. So it's not just necessarily recycling the same knowledge, but it's also acknowledging like, yeah, I went through that. What they're saying is true. And then you're able to apply it to your situation. So look, I'm going to start with a friendship. And then I'm going to start with a lover. And we're actually going to make it fun too. Like, I just don't want this just to be me talking and, and rambling on. Because again, you're if you're putting your time into this podcast, we want to make sure that you get the, the amount of value that you deserve in a very quick and effective manner. So let's just jump into uh, the topics. Friendships are very tricky, first of all, right? We all have different expectations. We all have different standards, right? And I think, honestly, when you're dealing with a friendship, you need to set the tone of what your expectations are, right? And, I, and the reason why I say that that's so important is so you understand 
more than anything of if the person can meet that demand or not. Because I think a lot of times we don't say what our expectations are or what it is we need or want from that person. We just kind of expect them to know. And then a lot of times they're never able to measure up. And then we get angry and frustrated when they're not doing or performing how we want them to perform in the friendship. So sign someone as a keeper. Let's say you you meet someone, you become friends with them. And you have like a conversation, right? You guys are chopping it up, other guy, girl, whatever, right? And you're letting them know like, hey, like I really like talking to you. I think you're cool people. I'm willing to invest into you. But understanding that you have boundaries and standards, right? Like that you won't tolerate disrespect. Um, You know, that your opinion will be valued and acknowledged, like and acknowledged. And that effort will be put into... Um, the friendship. And I, and I think more than anything, that's more important than anything is reciprocation. Because a lot of times we're calling people a friend when they're more of an acquaintance because they reciprocate nothing. So one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is you have to be very careful on who you call a friend. Stop adding or calling someone a friend when either A, they're just an associate, or B, you're just helping them out in that moment for like wisdom, knowledge, information, or solving a problem for them, and doesn't make them a friend. A friend is somebody that you invest into continuously, where there is reciprocation on a regular basis. Um, that to me is a friend. So when we slap the title of friend on it now, Now there's expectations. Um, So honestly, when I look at it, like, let's say I'm friends with somebody, right? I'm always going to listen. I'm always going to respect them. I'm always going to try to be the most understanding. And I'm also going to try to be reliable. And I think a lot of times people lose sight that that's what a friend is. Like, when you look at it, can you pick up the phone and, and like, let's say you had an emergency or something happened in your life. Or is there somebody that you could pick up the phone and call and you know that they would take the call? No hesitation. Like they saw your name on the caller ID and they would take the call. That is a friend because some people, what happens is, is they say, oh, this person's my friend, but you'll call, you'll text and they never reciprocate nothing. Can you really call that person a friend? Like, like, really think about it. Look in your face, like, look in the mirror and ask yourself, can you really call that person a friend? No, they're more of an acquaintance. And it is what it is. It's, it's, it's fine that someone's an acquaintance. It's someone that you deal with from time to time. But I'm going to say on the friendship level, is it somebody that you're like, hey, I'd love to catch a beer with you if you're a guy or if you're a female dealing with another female, you can go out with them regularly. They listen to you. Um, and friendships, and again, I'm going to make this very clear. Friendships are not a space for you to dump your problems on all the time. A lot of people think that's what a friendship is, but it's really not, right? It's two people adding value to each other. Now, with that being said, does it mean that you can't tell your friend your problems? No, you could totally talk to your friend about your problems and your issues. But when it becomes a, a repetitive thing all the time, then no, now it stopped about, uh, stopped being about friendship and now the person's become your personal therapist. So I always believe that in a friendship, yeah, you can talk to your friends, but if the problem runs deeper 
than it needs to be, then you need to go seek therapy, right? Or go see a pastor or something of the sort. But you shouldn't be constantly dumping your problems on your friends because they got problems of their own. They got things that they're dealing with on their own. Now, they might love you enough to help you once or twice, but as I always say, don't burn that olive branch, right? So as I always look at it, a friend to me is somebody that helps me fly. Now, what I mean by that is they'll give me the tools, the wisdom and knowledge to help me fly to greater heights. They won't make me fly, but they'll give me the tools to do it, right? Um, And what I mean by that is I've had great conversations with some great men and some great women, and they've given me some insight and tools to fly to greater heights, right? It's like I needed them for that season, and then I was able to, like, elevate. And that's what I'm saying. Like a friend will pour into you without wanting anything in return. Right? Like as in a sense of like, he won't hold it over your head or she won't hold it over your head saying, I did this for you and I did all this stuff. No, they'll just give freely within the confounds that there's always respect and understanding in that relationship. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like they'll give freely. Like if you ask them a question, if you're like, Hey, like I need your advice on this or, or something like that, they give freely without holding it over your head. And to me, that is a great asset for somebody that is a friend. So I wanted to put that out there. That is something you should totally look for. Um, when it comes to who you choose to, uh, make your friend. Now, with that also being said, I also want you to understand context here because we can't just be rambling off. We all have things in our lives. Like we're all busy. We have work. We have a partner. We have whatever we have going on. You need to be very selective on who it is you pour into. Now, not everybody can be your friend. Now, what I mean by that is With the busyness that you have going on in your life, there's only so many slots available. It's like at a table, right? There's only so many chairs that you can have people sit on. Now, throughout your life, the um, members at the table are always going to change. What I always like to look at it like this, and I'll give you the perfect analogy. Look at yourself as the blackjack dealer, right? You have... 12 seats and you're the blackjack dealer. So when you're handing out cards, look at the cards as like your your time, attention and energy, right? That's you handing that out to people. So you're like here, 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 right? And you're constantly handing out your your cards to those 12 people. Now those 12 people are going to change as you grow, right? Some people might leave the table, you might have to remove some people from the table. Not everyone is going to stay at the table. Now, there are some that will, but a lot of them will leave the table or you have to remove them. And the reason why I'm giving you this amazing analogy is because it's important to understand who's overstayed their welcome, who's staying for the long haul, and who needs to be removed. Right? And as the blackjack dealer, you always need to know that all the time. So you're not over-investing into the 12 players at the table. So like, let's say you're handing out the cards of time, attention, and energy to, to one player, and he's not putting like any cards on the table, right? If you've all played blackjack, right? 
the the dealer always says hit me like you know the person i don't know blackjack that well so anybody in the chat correct me the person one of your friends has hit me but it, it, it they put cards on the table too right so what i'm saying is that if you're giving out your cards and they're not putting any cards on the table either then maybe that's someone that you might need to say hey i need you to remove jack from the table he's not as invested into the game i need you to remove him right and then you remove that person out of your life or i'll even take it a step further let's say like the 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 realm of friendship because you have your standards right let's say the person can't meet your standards and i'm not saying meet your standards is like like they have to um conform but more as in a sense of what it is you're looking for, they can't fulfill their request. So let's say they come to sit at your table, you're the blackjack dealer, and you're like, well, we're playing high stakes poker. So let's say high stakes poker means you're looking for a friend that's reliable, accountable, that you could trust, that's understanding, um, and shows up for you. And the person sitting at the table says, damn, like where I'm at in my life, I can't give those things. I'm not in a space to, to give you what you, it is you're looking for. I'm sorry, I have to leave. And you let them go. That's what I always say. Let them go. And that's why I gave you guys the blackjack dealer um, um, analogy. Because, again, don't keep giving cards to somebody that, A, can't play the game, or, or B, doesn't want to be there. So that's for that. So that's what I'm saying. Those are the things that you got to look at when it comes to if somebody's a keeper or not. Um if they're ready to play that game with you. Now, I know a lot of you are curious about a lover because we've always talked about it on the other side of the podcast of, you know, if they're not like this, leave them or try to fix it. Signs that someone is a keeper is for me, again, and we're talking about, I'll talk about from a man to a woman and a woman to a man. I'll cover both sides. Number one, let's say you're a man and you have a girlfriend and you and you want to say, man, damn, this girl's a keeper. I would say she lets you lead in the relationship. She trusts your judgment. So those two go hand in hand, but like she trusts your judgment. Like she's like, I picked a good guy. He's going to lead the relationship to greater things and I want to follow him. Um, she brings you more peace than anything she when you're problem solving she always adds to it um she's very agreeable she's not combative and when i mean agreeable it doesn't mean she's a doormat but like she's not constantly challenging you all the time like she's letting you be the man in the relationship um she gives you understanding she's affectionate she doesn't hold things back because there's a lot of relationships where like the men are not being like attended to like affectionately they're not being shown love and appreciation and that's what men want from a woman that they uh, admire and respect so they're not getting love and appreciation or even some men are not even getting respect um so i'd say when she gives those things and not one time it's consistently and she never wants to deny you um those things like she's not using those things as leverage to get you to do other things, but she just gives you those things freely because she knows 
how much of a good man you are and the things that you do do for her. It doesn't mean you're a perfect man, but she sees the things that you do do for her. So then she never wants to withhold those things from you, no matter how she's feeling. Um, and no, I would say the last one is she doesn't start arguments. You know, she's not holding things over your head that you've done in the past. Um, you know, because again, when you understand female dynamics a lot, and again, this is why you guys need to read the book, The Way of the Superior Man. Women don't care about how good you've been in the past. They care about how what you've done in the moment, right? So if you're being a dick in the moment, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It matters what you're doing today. So today, if you've been a dick today, you know what I mean? You could might be like, well, I've been good for six months. She's like, I don't care. Because in that moment, her feelings matter in that moment, right? So in that moment, you also have to be so aware that if you are being inappropriate or like she feels some type of way, you have to be able to acknowledge it. It doesn't mean that she's right, but you have to be able to acknowledge her feelings. That's what women want more than anything. Acknowledge my feelings. Don't ignore me. Acknowledge my feelings. Because by ignoring her feelings, it actually makes the matter a way worse. So now I'm going to talk about from um, a woman to a man and how to know if that man is a keeper. He adds value to your life, either through conversations, time and attention and energy, and he's actually willing to protect you because of the things that you've shown. You see, how a man shows love is different how a woman shows love, how men Show love is we protect the thing that we want the most, right? It, it's it's natural. It's a natural state of DNA and a natural state of being. So if he's willing to protect you and take his resources, and that's a lot of things that, that a lot of people don't understand is as men, it's our job to build up the resources to attract the woman into our life, right? We have our stuff together. We have our money together. We might have a house, car, all these things together to pull the women in. It doesn't mean that she likes you for those things, but it's more of a sense of she's like, he's very resourceful. So if I was to have a baby with him, you know, I don't have to worry about a roof being over our head or, or uh, you know, us driving or food or anything. Like it, it's, it's taken care of. So you could tell how a man truly loved you is his level of provision for you. Right. Is how much is he willing to put his life on the line to protect you and keep you safe? That's how you know um, that that man is a keeper. Number one, he also number two, actually, he also gives you leadership. Um, you know what I mean? He, he's willing to pour into you more than anything. And he also provides masculine energy. Um, and what I mean by that is he's very stoic. And he's very assertive. He's not very emotional. He's not moved by his emotions. He stands strong in truth and understanding. Um, he's always willing to listen. But you know what I mean? He, he lands in stoicism because you'll hear a lot of women say that the number one thing that, um, that makes them lose attraction is a man that's not masculine. A man that, that, that doesn't know how to protect her, a man that doesn't know how to give her leadership and guidance, um, you know, those are the things that really arouse women because there's two types of different things. There's things that women like and there's things that arouse them, 
right? And you want to be arousing to a woman. That's the thing, because there's even been some times where some women might say, well, that guy's an asshole, excuse my language, but she's still aroused by that man because of how stoic and leadership he, leadership he portrays. I'm not telling you to be an asshole, but I'm saying that it, there's a difference between like and desire, right? And that's the thing. You want a woman to desire you. And sometimes like that's what women crave. That's what I mean. You'll hear a lot of women say that guy wasn't masculine. He didn't know how to lead. He wasn't the best like level of uh, provision with resources. Um, a lot of these things, right? But let's be honest, that is probably like the biggest key cornerstone for women. They crave masculine energy. And within that masculine energy, so when you look at like the main topics and then the subtopics, the, the, the main topic's masculinity, but then branching off into that is like, is he stoic? Is he passive? Is he understanding? Do other men respect him? How does it come when it comes to gathering resources? Does he take care of his body? How does he portray himself? Is he confident? All of these things are super important when it comes to um, that type of thing. So that's what I'm trying to say is a woman wants those things. So I guess I'll speak to the ladies here directly is when it comes to picking a man, don't pick men out of how much you like him. Is it a man that you desire? And what I mean is, is it a man that you could see yourself having a future with, but does he have a plan for you? Because a lot of times women are picking men that have no plans for them. They'll get involved with them. The woman will say, hey, I like you. And he's like, oh, we'll see how things go. No, red flag. He's out. He is out. Why are you dealing with men that have to, that are going to tell you, we'll see where things go. Clearly, they don't like you that much. Clearly, there's no deep level of desire. So that's what I'm trying to say is he's just trying to ride it out and enjoy the benefits. And that's what I'm trying to say. If you're, if you're looking for good men, you need to understand what a good man is. Because again, a lot of times women have guys sitting in their friend zone that are great men. But they want the Chads or the Tyrones or those type of men. And those men are not very conducive to you having a long-term successful relationship. They might be good in the moment. But they're not good and conducive for like a marriage or like kids. So that's one thing that you really have to get straight with is what type of man are you dealing with? What type of man are you looking for? And then does he adhere to these qualities? Because you also need to understand that no man or no woman is perfect, right? But do a lot of their good qualities outshine their bad qualities? That's what you really need to focus on more than anything, Nobody's perfect. We all have like some bad qualities, but let's say 90% of the time, are they always in the good quality or are they always like in the bad quality? So I would say more than anything, that's what you really need to look at when it comes to the signs, because you don't want to get caught up in feelings. And I'm talking both sides now, because I've noticed that a lot of times we'll get caught up in how we feel about somebody and not understanding of do they suit my life? Because how somebody lives, their life might not be su suitable with yours. Might not be. 
And that's something that you really need to look at. No matter how much you like somebody, I always say, take them at face value. They're telling you who they are. So if you have like a certain requirement that you want for your life and they don't match it, stop trying to pull them up to get there. That's not who they are. Accept people for who they are. Don't try to change them. Don't try to make them into something they're not. Move on. And that's why I keep giving you guys the blackjack scenario. Let them leave the table. Stop trying to say, oh, no, no, no. Stay at the table. I'm going to give you more cards. I'm going to give you more trust. I'm going to give you more understanding. Uh, Or if you're a woman, I'm going to give you my body more. I'm going to do that. Let them leave. If they don't want to be there, let them leave. Because you're only going to cause yourself more heartache trying to keep them around. So with that being said, guys, this was a short podcast. Hopefully you took something away from it. We're going to be back on Monday. And as I said, we really appreciate you guys being a part of the journey.